I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello everyone, this is Bob Shoy, jumping in before this episode of Weird News to give you a little bit of information on a few different things. One, people who follow me, uh, who follow the Weird Tales social media accounts will know uh, I've recently had a pretty nasty hand injury. Um, It's slowing down lots of things like editing and um, this, that and the other. I'm out of work for a few months and I'm self-employed, so that's no money for Bobby. And uh, it's very painful and um, hand surgery isn't pleasant and all that stuff. So that's what's going on with me. Uh, so episode 200 might be slightly delayed. You're going to hear information on 200 later on in this episode as well. Uh, another thing you're going to hear later on in this episode is Tiss talking about drugs. Uh, so if you like hearing Tiss talk about drugs, uh, that's all after at the end of the episode. It's um, There's a, probably like a 20 minute after the uh, ending stuff. Hang around for um and three there was recently loads of big news about aliens being real and stuff and so you're probably expecting us to talk about that on this episode because it's weird news but we recorded this episode on the day that that news happened just before that news happened so we haven't covered that it's just come out quite a bit after because like i said slow editing bad hand stuff uh, so maybe we'll address that on a future episode but you know it's this is just a very silly episode of weird news uh i think that's it you're gonna hear stuff about um charity stuff at the end of this episode as well i'll post about that on the uh facebook and um i don't think i'm forgetting anything it doesn't matter anyway i'm just jumping in to give you a few basic bits of information now you have it on to weird news enjoy it's a very very silly one Woman spots perfect William Shakespeare image in her ceiling light, which can't be unseen. Americans should not panic over the shooting down of three unidentified objects since last Friday. Reality breaking. The guy who pretends to be a dog. Holy macaroni. Project Bluebeam. Who could forget, dear rat boy? A super weapon is being created in Antarctica. Big cats. Near death experiences. She's got some tattoos on her face. I'm saying pills are are the best. Weird news. 
Hey listeners, you're listening to Weird Tales and the Unexplainable with me, as always, your host Tiss. With me, of course, my co-host. Say hi, guys. Hi. Hi, guys. (laughs) Good one, Beef. Anyway, we're here for weird news. How are you guys guys feeling today? Um... Really knackered, actually. <laughs> like the opposite energy to what you've just bought. <laughs> and you, Beef, how are you doing today? Yeah, pretty tired. Didn't sleep very well last night. Just tired. Thanks for asking. How are you? That's all right. I'm feeling quite good. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I'm feeling full of energy. Good. I remember um, when Weird News is always posited as like... Here we go, weird news. Oh, Tiss is going to get annoyed. It was always like Tiss hates weird news. It was like the ongoing gag. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... And it, you won around eventually to it. Well, I wouldn't say I'm warmed around to it. I'd say uh, we abide each other, me and weird news. <laughs> <laughs> it, um, it takes no preparation, really. Yeah. And it's normally a shorter recording session and we doesn't it doesn't matter if we go on tangents so much, so it's pretty easy. And it's really popular, so I don't know why we don't just do weird news every time. Every week. I'm glad you cleared up that there's no preparation that goes into it because I'd hate for the listeners to think there was any yeah. preparation that went into these episodes. There's been some good weird yeah. news over the years, haven't there? There's been some great ones, but I wouldn't I wouldn't want us to lead them down the garden path into thinking that we actually put any effort into them. No. I don't think we've ever done that. I found weird news on another pod recently. Yeah, it's a popular format for podcasts now, I've noticed. like the, It's like a type of podcast. I heard someone refer to their... I listened to a podcast of a guy, these two guys, and one of them talked about the podcast he did with his brother that had also been running for ages. I'd never heard of it before. And he said, yeah, it's a weird news podcast. And I was like... Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. So it was something that I feel like we thought we'd thought up. Actually, it's like already an existing format of podcast that millions of people do. So we were just ahead of the curve. Yeah. Yeah. um, Or ignorant of it. I was searching for weird news and a podcast, um, I forget the name, Pursuit of the Paranormal, I think it was. Right. Pursuit, Pursuit of the Paranormal. And they have a weird news segment. Maybe they copied us. There's a lot of paranormal podcasts out there anyway. Shouts and there's a lot guys. of them who have been influenced by us. Not to uh, sound up my own ass, but I know that listeners have said, we started our own podcast from listening to you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, influence right. isn't... That's um, sweet. It's, it's not something... I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's not a thing to feel like... It it just it happens, isn't it? You're going to influence people if you're doing yes. something. It like uh-huh. that's how everything works. We were influenced to do this by other people. People, um, next, well, people have different or, approaches as well. Yeah, but you always get influenced, eh? Like everything in human history has influenced something else in human history. Nothing's original. I Nothing. know. Um, after you did your Satanic Panic episode, we had a long time listener contact us saying. They were, sorry, I can't remember your name off the top of my head, listener, but you know who you are, uh, saying that it's a topic they're really interested in and they'd been like researching themselves for the last few years and are going to start a podcast just all about the satanic panic, like a real in-depth dive through like the whole thing. 
Uh, which sounds pretty cool like it's the opposite to us we take a big subject and try and condense it down into like an hour and a half a real cursory glance they were doing the opposite they were taking like the subject and zooming way into it and being like that is the focus of the whole focus of the whole show um which is interesting Mm, cool guys but it's beside the point because i don't don't know who they are Um, so yeah, what have so we got? We, I did post earlier today, or last night I posted mm. uh, on Facebook and on my X account. Um, Why is it called X? What's going on? <laughs> shit, isn't it? Um, it's I don't so get into terrible. That. And just to say, listeners, if you've got any weird news, sling some our way. I already had a few that I'd found myself anyway. And the listeners came out in absolute force. Like, I was like, oh, we just need a couple more. And we've got, like, enough weird news stories sent our way to last yeah. us, like, five years. There was quite a few on there. Nice. Did you see them on the Facebook page? I, I did. Um, yeah. And I'm quite glad because the uh, beefy reservoir has run dry a bit. It's down to the final trickle in terms of what I could scrape the, from the weird news barrel. <laughs> so... I've got some stuff. Yeah, we've got loads of stuff. Also, we've got too much stuff. Once once you've been doing it for this long, you just sort of start sieving out, like, particularly if it's like ghost sighting stuff, yes. I, I tend to not look at it because it's just... There's only so much of them we can do. It's like someone saw another face in a pub and it's like, it's just like the last time we spoke about it. <laughs> <laughs> like when people see like... When if you see Jesus and Elvis and their masala and stuff like that, just never face in the pub. That pink, that Pink Floyd classic. It's just another <laughs> face in the pub. Yeah, <laughs> it's just another <laughs> Pink Floyd. All in all, it's just a, another, another face, face in, in the, the pub. pub. <laughs> <laughs> Another face in the pub also sounds like a House Martin song or something. <laughs> yes, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Old familiar, that old familiar face in the pub. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, they're waiting amongst the ones that people send their worst of them, like face in the pub stories. <laughs> there were a couple of face in the pubs, yeah. If you ever done, if you saw it, there was one about someone like a face in the back of a carriage. Yeah. It was like in York, a lot of people sent that one, so I'm not going to name drop anyone in particular. I'd already seen that myself and was just like, it's just like a smear on the window. And people are like, oh, yeah. face peeking up the back of this carriage. I'm like, no, it's not. It's not. Yeah. Um, it really is. There was one that was good that was a face in something. I've got so many tabs open. I've got. got no, sorry, that's the one I just said. Fuck that one. The ghost. Because I did actually want to get your response on this because it's about Shakespeare. Ah, and okay. uh, we love Shakespeare. I don't know if you saw this one, Beef, about Shakespeare's face being in uh, something. Oh, okay, I'm bracing yeah, myself. This is good. This was sent by. Um, this was sent by a listener. They sent this a while ago. Right. They sent this just after the last weird news we did. They just missed it, but they were like dying to get this one through to us. Okay. This is from Joanna Edwards. She sent us this, and I remembered it ever since because it's good. Woman spots perfect William Shakespeare image in her ceiling light which can't be unseen. Um, this is in the mirror. Right. In her searing light. Rebecca Manville, 41, was shocked. She was shocked after spotting the head and shoulders of William Shakespeare in a searing light in her home, and many of her friends could see it too. <laughs> that's... that's. 
I'll um, let me get the thing. Right. I'm going to post the image in. Tell me if you can okay. see Shakespeare in that image I've just sent to you. In the chat. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah. Can you see Shakespeare? Yeah. Yeah, like peanut-shaped head, but... I struggled. No, I can see it because... Yeah, but only because you'd said to look for it. Yes, if I sent that picture with no comment, you would just be like, yeah, it's a picture of a seed and night. What about it? Show us the picture again. Yeah. It's in the chat. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it... Yes, I suppose it does look like... William Shakespeare. <laughs> uh, it it uh, yeah, it does. It does. But this also, so defeated, like he has to admit, it does. Yeah, it does. It does. But really, it also just looks like a woman. It looks more like right. If someone did a birthday cake, like your mum knows you like Shakespeare <laughs> and she does a birthday cake picture of it, it's like, you know, it's kind of Shakespeare-y. But it's like that in a downlighter. So it's even further removed from, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's not a picture-perfect quality version of Shakespeare. It's uh, No, it's like your a Your mum made a cake version of Shakespeare It's like a, a, a bootleg Son of the Hedgehog rucksack. It's lit. No, no official. <laughs> official, exactly. What, like from a shop in Mallorca. Yeah, like yeah. One of those, like, like the, the car boot sale in Aylesbury. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the? Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, this is okay. what the woman had to say about it. The woman who saw it. We had just had our lounge moved around. Like she's got to create some exciting narrative around this image. Yeah. We had just had our lounge moved around. We used to sit on the other side of the room, so we didn't notice it until recently. It was on the tip of my tongue. I could see the picture, but couldn't think of the name. Then I put it on Facebook, and people said it was Shakespeare. What a tale. <laughs> oh, my days. Mm. I mean, thing is, that's not her fault that that's a boring story. No, it's not. You'd almost say it's not worth being in the news. It's, it's boring because <laughs> the journalist has gone, can you... We need more to. Yeah, we can't just we else. can't just post an image. We need some <laughs> any sort of text to accompany it. So what? T- talk talk me through what happened. <laughs> I don't know. I just just walked in and saw Shakespeare. We sat mm, on the sofa right and looked up, and there and there he was. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and there was the bard. Oh, okay. Well, that's all I've got to say about that one. E- yeah. Uh, okay. I think that's all anyone's got to say about that one. But uh, thanks, China. Yeah. Go on, then. One of you. <laughs> right. <laughs> I've got great I've got... a great bit of audio for our listeners. Just I'm gonna leave all that silence. So they can see what I had to nudge about tense about. <laughs> I've got a bit of a grab bag. About Let's find ten seconds of silence. I I've got like we'll never get through all the tabs. I've got like thirty tabs open here, so they're not all gonna get dealt with. I'm just gonna pick them at random. So I've got um one that was on TV five months ago. Right, the White House press secretary Carrie <laughs> secretary Karine Jean Pierre. Mm-hmm. Is that a real name? Uh, says Americans should not panic over the shooting down of three unidentified objects since last Friday. Oh, there's been a lot of this going around. Identified objects. UFOs are really on the rise again at the moment. A lot of people mm. spotting them. Are they? 
Um, so this is her. Senator after senator at this uh, all senators briefing this morning uh, wanted to know when the president is going to come forward and speak to the American people. I mean, the U.S. does not shoot objects out of the sky every day. Why hasn't the president come forward and spoken to the American people about this? So I know your colleague asked my colleague this earlier today uh, during his gaggle. And look, the president is taking this very seriously, and he's receiving briefings regularly from his national security uh, advisors, uh, and uh, he's going to continue to do that. We are sharing as much information as we can, uh, as uh, as possible, uh, and but we do want to make sure that the Americans, uh, American people, understand that uh, there's no need to panic. Uh, the president took this action, as I mentioned earlier, because uh, the objects were indeed flying at low uh, lower elevation and they were in civilian airspace, and uh, we wanted to make sure that we protected uh, that airspace. But again, I, you know, we want to also make sure that the Amer Americans are not uh, do not panic during this time. Should we expect? from him at some point or is part of the reason that we're not hearing from him because as you said people shouldn't be panicking is there a concern Look, that the I, I, I don't have a, I don't have any um, any announcement or anything to preview on a potential um, you know, um, remarks by the president. Uh, what we're trying to do here is provide as much information as we can. Uh, the president clearly has been uh, briefed on a regular basis on this, on a daily basis, on what has occurred in the last uh, 10 days or so. Uh, but I just don't have anything to preview as to uh, if the president's going to be speaking on this uh, in the upcoming days. I remember that. Um, it did a the rounds a bit that story. Me and me and uh, Rick were speaking about it when we did the Pendle Hill episode. Hmm. When we went for a wander. Is that the um, Chinese balloon? It was around the similar time. Was it the Chinese it balloon? Quite... No, no, it wasn't the Chinese balloon. But it was around that time, wasn't it? It was a similar sort of time. That's why I was like, "There's loads of this going on at the moment." Yeah, people shooting down unexplained. Did things. I mention it on the pod last time we were talking about Project Bluebeam? Were we? Um. Yeah, I think so. We sp we spoke about it, but I can't remember if it was on the pod because I remember saying about whatever happened to that. Um. So I've got a few clips of just random Project Bluebeam clips. Um. Because yeah, it seems there's been stuff coming back about it again. Um. Recently. Is it really um, Project Bluebeam? Got this. Crazy conspiracy theory. It's a prediction that one day they've aged this hyper-realistic alien invasion. And this was considered to be complete madness up until June 5th, 2023, when the U.S. government announced that we are definitively not alone in the universe. We are currently witnessing events that are making us question our very existence. So my question is, what does the Bible even say about this? Well, the book of Revelation talks about a time when this great deception will come upon the earth. This will tie in with this beast system which will dominate the earth in the last days. People will actually worship this beast, making it their new god. And this just blows my mind. Because this same exact thing has actually already happened before. You see, once upon a time, these beings of light came down from the sky, much like today. They taught humanity all sorts of knowledge, so we ended up worshipping them as our gods. See, these beings were actually called the Anunnaki by the ancient Sumerians. And you've probably heard about this topic a thousand times, but we just call them aliens. What blows my mind is if you just read the book of Enoch, you'll quickly realize that these Anunnaki, or aliens everyone keeps talking about, are referred to as fallen angels by Enoch the entire time. Now, how does this tie in with Project Bluebeam? Well, much like ancient Sumeria, there are beings coming down from 
from the sky today, probably coming to bring us knowledge and understanding. You see, these aliens are actually angels, and we have understandably mistaken them to be extraterrestrials. Ladies and gentlemen, you have my deepest condolences, because we are at the very start of the end. What do you reckon to that, Beef? Uh, yeah, it's crap. Conspiracy <laughs> stuff is doing my fucking head at the moment. I was reading stuff on X before we posted about um, people saying that that their chicken is getting 3D printed. People are going mad. They're actually losing their minds now. The the chicken yeah. you buy in supermarkets isn't real. It has gills. The what? what whoa, hang exactly. on, what's this? I can't even read it. I have to like close it because I, I'm getting so... There's, there's actually like a crisis, a worldwide crisis at the moment of like people losing their fucking minds. It's like they're just panicking and making conspiracies and stuff over everything. It's like the world's breaking down around us. Look at watch this video and tell me what you guys think about reality breaking because um, this is from the mirror as well. Thousands lose their minds as woman looks completely frozen in time in Matrix video. I don't know if you guys have seen this. I saw the headline for this, but I skipped over it. So I look, I watched the video and it is weird. You know, we talk about like people think we're living in a simulation, we're living in the Matrix. There's this video that someone's filming out of their window of this woman walking down the street. And she is just completely like frozen, like like she's glitched out, like mid mid stride, hmm. uh, for a while, and then she suddenly glitches back into movement again. And he's the guy with the video says that she was frozen like that for about maybe up to a minute before he even started filming. So the video is super short because she does start moving pretty shortly after. But I've posted the link to the mirror, and if you go on there. There's like a TikTok link that you can watch the video on. What's it on Daily Mail? It's I've posted it in the chat. Sorry, I've got I can't do it in the chat. I'm gonna just search the manual from my on my laptop. Uh, it's on the mirror. On the mirror, sorry. Okay, I'm on it. I'm on it. Do you want me to start just watching it or? Yeah, sure. You'll see. It. It's like a, it's a TikTok video, so it's super short. You'll see her like she's frozen and then she starts moving. She's like like she click she jerks out of a glitch. That is short. Yeah, you have to watch her a couple of times to, to see what they're on about. I mean, even her hair's not moving. Yeah, that's what people are saying. Like, she, it's literally like she's frozen, like mid-stride. I mean, it's an unnatural position. The problem is that the, the dude is, the, the camera is a terrible Like shot. everything, like, and it's, it's not so his short. fault, but it's like, it's so short and it's also really wobbly. So actually, I can't really tell if her hair's moving or not. It, do you know what it looks like? It looks like, you know, when you go to cross a road, and then you go, oh, and you catch yourself, even if it is an awkward position. It's almost like she's. Yeah, but it's an uncomfortable amount of time. And the way she jerks out of it is so like something just doing like it suddenly clicks back into place again. Have you seen it, Tiss? Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, it's weird. Um, it is weird. And bearing in mind, sorry, bearing in mind, before she starts moving, it's held for quite a while. And the guy who took the video said she was like that for a, an amount of time before that even started filming as well. Yeah, I'm sure he did say that. Yes. <laughs> it's, you know. Yeah. Uh, I don't take anyone at their word anymore. And even videos, it's hard to take people at the the videos anymore because the the level of technology that yes. you can... You it know. makes this stuff more difficult. I just thought it was an interesting video. Yeah. No, it is a very cool video. Everything's sort of watered down now because it, it does... Back in the day, you didn't 
have the technology at a level where anyone could do anything but now you do it's it's so hard to take any of these spooky videos at anything less than um well just yeah just you saw it was hannah that sent my one by the way thanks hannah thanks hannah the um the dog the dog guy that we talked about last time do you remember him oh yeah i this isn't really a story it's just an update i saw the guy who pretends to be a dog yeah (laughs) we we sort of we liked him he was like, like he seemed him. quite genuine about it, but um, I, I was just like checking him. in on seeing what has been going on with him, and uh, there was a fairly recent news story of an update of him, um, where someone took him out for a walk days. on a lead and everything, and he was like, he it was a fulfilling his dream. He, he was taken out for a walk on a leash. Uh, the guy in Japan, it was. Um, yeah, I just thought it was nice to see him. Nice. I just think it's mental, absolutely mental. Why? <laughs> mental. Just, 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 just there stop is. it. It's just stupid. Lead. Just. Yeah, it's just stupid. Ah, uh, you know, he's living his best life, isn't he? No, he's not. He shouldn't be allowed to live his best life. I think so. He's not hurting anyone. No, I, d- I didn't like him before, and I don't like him again. If he did hurt someone, he'd, he'd by law get put down. So if anything, he's going to behave himself <laughs> more than a human. He'd be put in a cage like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, listeners, that was a picture of me, him in a dog cage. What's wrong with that? I don't. I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. Well, him dressing up as a dog. We've been through this last time. He, it's fine. Know, he's beef, he's enjoying himself. He's not beef. doing anything dirty. Beef went on and on no, about him going like working it. in the office like that, <laughs> getting all upset about it. I don't know if he has an office job, does he? <laughs> we're not. No, we just we're literally just re-repeating the last weird news. Are we back on it? Yeah, this is the same <laughs> content. My, uh, my my stance is still exactly the same. Don't need to get into it again. His stance is still exactly the same in the dog seat, eh? <laughs> I thought it was stupid then, and I think it's stupid now. Does, so someone took him for a walk. What did, what did he do crap in the street and then someone pick it up? Oh, I don't know. I didn't really read it. I just looked him up and see what he was up to, and he's still making making headlines. Man who spent £12,000 to become a dog says he's fulfilling his dream as he's taken for a walk, and this was like, uh, 10 days ago. He hasn't become a dog, though, has he? If he took a shit in the street, would that make it any better beef for you? Sorry? If he took a shit in the street in front of someone, would that make it any better or worse for you? No, I'd have more respect. I'd be yeah. like, no, fair play, he's really going along with it. And then I'd look, if that was, if I was him, I'd look up at the person giving me a walk and be like, you can leave that there. You can't That's leave it. Class. You've got to pick it up in your little bag, get your little baggie out, pick up my crap, stick it in the bin. No, not that bin. No, there's a bin about half a mile down the road. You're going to have to hold <laughs> a warm bin. turd in your pocket. <laughs> Would she get in trouble for... I mean, let's face it. It's not real dog poo, is it? Would she get in trouble for putting human shit in the dog shit bin? <laughs> <laughs> is that the loophole? <laughs> Taken to court for it. That's the wrinkle that undoes it all. <sighs> oh, my God. If If he was walking past you guys, would you let Joel pet him? No. <laughs> no. Joel, come away from that man. <laughs> yeah, I'd walk away. Daddy, uh, why is that man... Like, why does he look like a dog? I'd, uh, yeah, no, absolutely not. 
Would you? I wouldn't think it was a man in a suit when I was a kid if I saw that. I would think it was some sort of robot. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. That's how good the suit is. It doesn't even look like a human. It is good. I will give him that. Is it worth the 12, 12 grand? grand isn't... When you said 12 <laughs> grand to become a dog, I was like, oh my gosh, like what What kind of body transformation? Yeah, we thought it was like but the cat didn't we? He spent 12 grand on a really decent... It's like those people that go to Comic-Con as Darth Vader and you're like, mate, they have spent some proper bunts on that. <laughs> a really decent... Like, it's just a really decent suit. <laughs> it is a really decent... He's clearly <laughs> spent fair, some proper bunts on it. Well, 12 grand. It is decent. Anyway, that's the dog update. So, um, yeah, Beef, yeah. Beef, what have you got? Chuck one our way. Yeah, I'm glad he hasn't been put down yet. <laughs> um, right, hang on a minute. Let me um, refresh my memory. Uh, here we go. So I found this on the Daily Star, so we know it's good. Right. Good start. Good start. Former US... I know, a good start. <laughs> uh, <laughs> former, former US military contractor claims a super weapon is being created in Antarctica. So he's a, a UFO whistleblower. His name's Eric Hecker. Right. He's a whistleblower for... Um, which is clearly why he doesn't work for the military anymore. Uh, he's a former contractor for web, for US weapons manufacturer Raytheon. Sorry if I've butchered that, Americans. I don't know if that's Raytheon. Raytheon um, has testified about secret projects based on extraterrestrial technology. Right, yeah. And he's now made the outlandish claim uh, a device that can trigger earthquakes anywhere on the planet has been created. To what end? Why do you need a device that can trigger an earthquake? And also, how would you know? Because if there was there was an earthquake, earthquakes happen every day, so like, I don't know how you would... You just wait for one to happen naturally and you go, we did that. And they go, see? See, I told you. It's because that's because they built that thing in Antarctica. That's the, loca- that's the exact location I picked. It's a kilometre-wide neutrino array. It's supposedly being used as an air traffic control system for advanced secret aircraft based on captured alien technology. Apparently, according to Hecker, it's not the uh, not just the biggest telescope in the world, but the world's most powerful weapon. It can be u- used to communicate with spacecraft operating anywhere in the solar system. Sorry, I've just had a inside Britney Spears nude frenzy after 11 snaps in an hour. Left fans fretting, apparently. Let me scroll right. past that. Hecker says he'd been told these bizarre secrets because he was trained to put out fires. I don't understand that. These whistleblowers, whistleblowers, part of me is thinking there's no way the government would stand for it. There's no way. No. They'd like to get them put down, they'd get assassinated, right? Yes. But because they think that we would think that is like a double bluff where like this is real, but because we we see that he's allowed to live, it makes us think it's mad. Yes, it could be. Yeah, absolutely. I think, yeah, absolutely. I guess. Do you know what this sounds like to me? You know when, um, you know when you're like you're talking to someone and they tell you something and you walk away and you're like, that was mad. And then you go and tell it. You may like, I don't know, go home and tell your partner, and then you recount the story and you're like, do you know what? I think I might have heard it wrong. I might, I must have heard that wrong. Yeah, as you tell it back, they look at you as if like this is bollocks. Why didn't you think this was bollocks yeah. at the time? And you, as you're saying it, you're like. Yeah, why did I believe that at the time? <laughs> yeah, you like it makes you feel stupid to the person that you tell it to later. Exactly. Like how was I sunk in by this? Never guess what. You won't believe this. I was talking to uh old what's his name? Jeff. Old Shaking. In the Antarctica and he says this telescope could 
create earthquakes from anywhere around the world. As soon as that <laughs> comes out of your mouth, the person that you're telling it to be, what are you talking about? Yeah, you me? always feel like, I wish I never said anything. I feel like you're right. Talk. You're like, do you know what? Forget it. I must have heard them wrong. But no, he's dead certain, apparently. Uh, oh, and also, it, it controls people's minds as well. It's a mind, right. mind control device that can beam adverts into people's brains while they sleep. So mm. it's not just that it can create earthquakes. It can beam. Isn't that a dream? That's a dream, isn't it? Although I suppose that's no, it's not. An advert isn't. That's not. That is a bit different, mm. isn't it? I don't know. Mm. What an advert beamed into your dreams. Y- yeah, that's what. That's that's in that's in Futurama. Uh, yes, <laughs> he gets the pants advertised to him in his dreams. Oh, that's it. Yeah, I swear that's also what happens on Batman Forever. Isn't that what the Riddler's <laughs> stupid device is? Isn't <laughs> I it? don't know. It's a long time. Well, the Jim Carrey Riddler. Long time since saw yeah. that. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Good old, good old Riddler. Yeah, I don't know. I think anyway. these whistleblowers that are allowed to carry on just whistleblowing, I don't know how much I give any sort of faith into what they're saying because I'm just like, the government would not... If the government were releasing secret weapons and one bloke went, oi, psst, by the way, we're doing this, he would not He would not be allowed to live. He would not be... It wouldn't get to the point where he's saying it. Well, because also, can you imagine... So we all know how powerful a nuke is and how, you know, as soon as someone hits a button, it's pretty much just going to be the end of everything because yeah. they're, they're so powerful now that it would be the end of the human race. So the only thing I could think of with an earthquake, if you could have somehow have a weapon that could create an earthquake, the best thing you could possibly do is create an earthquake, like create a tsunami, right? So you, And create, and then, I don't know, kill people that way, but even so... It's not that threatening, is it, really? Unless you live by the sea. Uh, I, I don't know. I would say some countries that have been hit by big tsunamis would say it was definitely very oh, threatening. Oh, no, 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 yeah. No, for sure, but it's... <laughs> what I mean is you some could... like really terrible disasters. Natural disasters from tsunamis have happened. <laughs> okay, that wasn't quite what I meant. <laughs> no, you, I, I, I guess... It's just a bit of water in there. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're, they're devastating. But when you're talking about nuclear, a nuclear bomb that could totally wipe out London and and surrounding towns and like that's that's different, isn't it? We're talking about different type of demolition. I actually watched. Um, have you ever watched Fred's? I watched it because it come up when that Fred's platform started. People were saying, "Oh, it reminds me of this," and it was a, it was actually a movie documentary they made on the BBC, which detailed a nuclear blast, right, or multiple happening in the UK and the fallout from it and stuff. And it's fucking bleak. It's so bleak. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> that's what oh, I'm yeah. talking about. Oh yeah. We've already got those weapons that that destroy. I know. If I think about it too much, it is a bit like paralyzing to think like all it takes yeah. is one nutter and we're fucked. Well, you don't have to think about it. Uh, Fred's sort of is a movie. You can just watch it. You don't have to think about it. Just watch. I don't it. want to watch it. I don't and... want it. It's too. I can bleak. think about it enough to understand how bad it is. I don't need to see it. It's uh, it's based in Sheffield as well. Like all of us live, you, well, you guys live in cities. I live close enough to London where it would. You're in surrounding area, yeah, mm. yeah. And actually, I'd be worse. I wouldn't. I might not die immediately, but 
you know, we'd die hor- in horrific pain. That's worse. I'd rather live in the centre of London and you don't even know. It's just gone. No. Totally obliterated. Anyway, I didn't pretty, really mean to bring bleak, a, a big, big downer. It is a bit bleak. Okay, listen, tsunamis are bad, but nuclear devices are badder, is what I suppose I'm saying. Depends if you're in a tsunami and you're going to die. I mean, they're just it's as just bad as, as, bad as, as each other. Isn't it? Yeah, I don't want to like yeah. pit, pit disasters against each other. <laughs> What's the worst disaster? Dying prematurely is bad. Let's settle on that one. (laughs) Rachel just walked past and went, cheery topic. (laughs) Guys, holy macaroni. I'm listening. I know about this one. Oh no, is this a Jesus pasta? I know about this. Oh, it's this Jesus pasta. I'm not interested. No, it's this, B. I'm going to post the picture in. It's this. I can't say holy macaroni and... Oh, that's a lot of... Oh, I saw this today. Holy macaroni. New Jersey town baffled by 500 pounds of pasta dumped by a brook. 15 wheelbarrow loads of uncooked spaghetti and macaroni mysteriously left in Old Bridge Creek. (laughs) Just loads of... (laughs) It's a spaghetti. Yeah, and macaroni. Where did it come from? Was it an explosion in a nearby factory or something? Oh, no, no one knows. That's the mystery. Uh, Ian Stanmore sent this to us. Thanks, Ian. Um, yeah, holy macaroni. Just the headline. I, I don't need to talk that much about it. I just wanted to say the headline. It's just good, isn't it? Holy macaroni. Someone was just like, oh, I know the perfect headline for this. <laughs> Where's this? Sorry? It was... Where did it was? Old Bridge Creek, uh, New Jersey. And how how much did you say? A good estimate is more than 500 pounds of pasta dumped... That's a lot of pasta in it. Ah. Mm. Uh, what do you guys think? How'd it get there? Uh, some kind of super weapon built in the Antarctic. God, the comments underneath this are just... You've got... Oh, please. Everyone, Everyone's a joker, so you've got lots of like... I don't see the problem. Just pour a couple of buckets of sauce on it and you're good to go, right? That sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Class. <laughs> but then you always get someone who's like... Like always, there's always like a tutting. The third comment down is always like someone giving a tut. What a disgrace! That spaghetti could have gone to the homeless. Oh, for goodness' sake! What are you talking about? <laughs> Why don't you go and work with the homeless? Then? I know it's. We know it's a waste. It's the, that's uh, not the point. It's the mystery of why this is all there. Who yeah. Are you, who are you tutting at? <laughs> how how would they cook it? <laughs> what a waste! Also. They're not going to eat it, are they? No one's going to no. eat that. I remember being a kid. You don't get it so much anymore. But when you used to leave like half a potato on your plate when you were a kid, growing up when we did, it was like, don't wait, don't waste for There's people starving in the world. They don't want this potato. They don't want it. Yeah. I do sometimes say that. Not quite those words, but oh, I do. Oh, here we go. Now you're a dad. I don't say it quite like that. I just say like, no, we need to be grateful for what we've got. Yeah, that's true. Well, he's like, I don't like this. Or like, so today we had oh, roast right. potatoes. Just, I'm talking about when I left, like, I was I was full. Oh, yeah. Because I remember, yeah, I remember yeah. Jibs one time being like, that. he said he left some potatoes or something on his plate and his parents were like, um, oh, oh, what a waste, what a waste. And he was like, it's not a waste. Because if I ate it, I'd be sick and then it really would be a waste because all the I did would be all over the floor. <laughs> 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 I can hear him saying it. Exactly. I can hear him saying, 
<laughs> it always stuck in my mind that response. I was like, he's not wrong. He's not fucking wrong there. Right. <laughs> do you know what I do? Um... <laughs> no, I see what you mean. Yeah, no, you don't. I yeah, my parents used to. Yeah, it was basically like we all. I suppose all three of us, maybe not so much, but all being conditioned, you don't leave food on your plate. Like that's just. I remember my parents for basically forcing my brother <laughs> to finish some vegetables and then he like threw them up on the table. More waste. And he was like and he was like, I told you I don't like them. Could have given those to like... the homeless. That's the problem, isn't it? <laughs> like when you're a kid, some kids just think uh vegetables yuck. But genuinely some people do don't don't like certain foods. No. <laughs> genuinely people don't <laughs> So many people don't um, when I was a kid I didn't like mushrooms <laughs> if you made me eat the mushrooms I would yeah. have been sick yeah mm. are you into them now? Uh, I do like them now yeah mm. I under, I've I've appreciated mushrooms my taste buds have changed I really cook with mushrooms every week now I've got some in the fridge right now I used to uh, I used to love mushrooms on toast for breakfast mm-hmm. do you not anymore? that's very tasty mushroom soup as well I love mushroom I had soup um, egg and mushroom bap at the weekend they're left over from that Oh, love an egg bap chuck oh, some fried mushrooms in that there that sounds dirty yeah, good though. Ooh. Juicy, juicy mushroom juice and egg. Anyway, it's um, messy in it. It's an unsexy thing to eat. I love like a juicy bap. bap. Yeah, but... yolk running down my beard and <laughs> mushroom juice. It's not sexy, but it tastes delicious. Tastes great. Yeah, who cares? Tastes amazing. Yeah. Uh, in all seriousness, I really, honestly, couldn't tell you where, how much, how that much pasta could possibly just. I mean, it is literally like. Ten barrels full. It of... feels like a mafia thing, but there's no. <laughs> it's almost like ditching a dead body or something, know. but it's not. Like there's no reason it would be. It just feels odd. Yeah. I don't know. It it almost looks like fungi. Did you grow up in households where it's like, um, like it or lump it with your dinner? Like that's what's for dinner. Yeah. Eat it. Yep. Yeah. And it wasn't yeah. really. I wouldn't know what was for dinner until I sat down at the table and it's already on my plate, and then it's like eat it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, me too. Yeah, they, mum, I was like, what is that? I don't want to eat that. You can go to bed hungry then. And then my mum yeah, did actually put me to bed hungry, and I was like, oh, she meant that. I, I bet Tiss kicked up more of a stink than us. I bet Tiss threw it at his mum's face. What for? For food? Yeah, if you, if you, you, when you sat down for dinner as a kid, was it was it just like, this is dinner, eat it? Yeah, pretty much. You don't get to choose. Tough shit. You don't know what's dinner. I didn't know what was for dinner until I sat down, and it's there on a plate in front of me, and it's like, right, eat it. Nah, my mum's pretty old school. She'd just be like, you're fucking eating it or, or yeah. we get nothing. Yeah, exactly. yeah, we all did. Yeah, so we all grew up the same then. Because I feel like yeah. nowadays, a lot of families, it's like, what do you want for dinner to the kids? And then they cook that for the kid. And I don't know if that's better or worse. I suppose as long as you're not just like giving into their women, giving them fried chicken every night, it's, um, is it better or worse? Kids, the, kids these days are coddled, mate. So this is this is what we do. So oh, let's, yeah, let's be someone with a kid. Maybe we should just ask him. <laughs> Because, like, yeah, I don't know. I do remember my mum getting, not, like, really shitty, but occasionally she'd be like, well, that's it. That's what we're doing. That's for dinner. Take take it or leave it. Also, I think maybe the same situation, Beef. We didn't grow up, I didn't grow up in a house with a lot of money. So no, it's we just like, that's what poor. we've got. Yeah. I remember, um, do you guys remember, I mean, clearly they couldn't possibly make them now because of what they were called, but do you remember f- Yeah. Yeah, brains fat for for Americans, listeners. We're not. Please, please, please don't misunderstand. Like, and please, they're an old English food. They're like a big meatball. 
It was, yeah, I wish it was a meatball, but it was made from like... But much worse. Grim bits of animal or something. I don't know what it was. It's almost like the leftover, like, it's the foods that survived, like, the war. Like, they used to to make them in the war because of, like, that's what we had. And some people got a taste for them. It's why Spam's still around. Like, you can still get fat I saw them in the shop the other day. Oh, can you? Yeah. They're not called are they? Yeah. They're called fat still. Oh my God. I mean, we're saying it a lot. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, uh, yeah, no, definitely. We grew up like... Yeah, here we are. I'm, I've just typed it in Google. Uh, first thing that came up, Tesco, Mr. Brain, six pork right. <laughs> Telling you now, I'm not typing f***s into Google. I typed I brain police. Okay, good. I mean, I feel that I don't like saying it, I'll be honest. No, it's horrible but I'm because not, of... I'm talking about the food. <laughs> Yes, and and American listeners, anyone outside the UK, please bear with us and understand that this is, you know, what the context here. Sorry, what do you hate saying? Yeah, all right, I'm not saying it again. <laughs> you are. It was. You but my point was, it was a cheap. It was cheap. For the record, I've said it not once on this pod, so you know the the packaging hasn't changed. It's exactly the same as it ever was. But it was cheap, and it was. It looks like that. Yeah. Oh, it really hasn't changed. No, they've written that in big writing. Right, uh, Mr. Brain's pork... Sorry, it's cut off. What's the... Um, <laughs> Mr. Brain's pork what? <laughs> pork sword. No, the image cut off. Is it sausages? <laughs> yes. yes. Pork sausages. Yeah, basically. Okay. Yeah. They, look, that, they oh. look horrible. I don't know if I've ever actually had one. That's out of context, because you were talking about other stuff. But the, the point is, we... No, I we were quite poor. Grew up in quite poor and so dinner was often like i could tell when it was the end of the month because dinner was like fish fingers and rice yeah, or like fish, yeah, yeah you know like the packets of bachelor's rice yeah it'd just be like that but i i, I didn't care it didn't oh, really no, bother didn't me care. at all i was quite happy i actually it. ate pretty like even though we didn't have that much money like i ate pretty all right like i had a pretty balanced diet i always ate loads of vegetables and stuff and i wasn't a kid who didn't like vegetables i loved vegetables no i wasn't fussy there wasn't really anything i didn't yeah, even those horrible things, I used to eat them. <laughs> but on the other side now, Sorry, as a what, parent, did, what did you used to eat? <laughs> yeah, what was it? Such a stirrer. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to have to creatively edit around <sighs> this whole section. It's This is terrible. <laughs> right. Because if to Americans, like, we, no one really uses that term as a slur in here because we have cigarettes, like we say, <laughs> and stuff. It's normal. Uh, in America, that's yeah, as bad so. as, like, <laughs> we're just yeah, yeah, absolutely. it around yeah well I'll stop we'll stop yeah um I'm gonna answer <laughs> your question on the other side as a parent <laughs> right I'm gonna get this get this story now the image advertising <laughs> that's gonna be the promo image for this episode I'll put that on Facebook Oh, God. New episode just dropped and just that image. We'll be cancelled oh. so quickly. God. So I feel fast. like Americans won't actually believe us that there's a food that you can still find <laughs> in the supermarket called that and it looks like two big testicles. Yeah. <laughs> England, this island is a joke. We're a parody of ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> England isn't real. Oh, man. I can't remember what we're talking about. <laughs> I don't know why we spent the last ten I'm minutes so talking lost. about that. So you you asked me what I 
what I do with Joel. Oh yeah, the pasta, what a waste. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about sidetracked. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, holy macaroni. Holy macarolo. <laughs> Shall I just call the, you know I always just take a stupid phrase from the Weird News episodes to be the title of the episode? <laughs> I might just call this one (laughs) Weird News Pop (laughs) 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 Oh god The fact that it's pork Makes it so much worse as well It's like pork sword Pork Yeah Yeah. Oh it's making me sweat I'm I'm laughing right okay Let's move off that topic To anything else Anything Uh, I (laughs) do I did have something. <laughs> I, honestly, um, I don't know how I'm going to creatively edit around that whole section because it's too funny to remove it. But American listeners, <laughs> you know we have no animosity to any anyone in the LGBT community. None of that stuff. No. This is a real English food. And um, yeah. But also, sorry, last thing, very last thing. The fact that they still sell them shows actually that what we're saying is true because we wouldn't, it's just not a term that's used. No, it means brains. Dr. Brains, whatever the company is, hasn't gone woke. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. After this episode, they're going to get called out big time. (laughs) Yes, because no one's bought them. The ones that are in the freezer section Tesco's are still there from when we were kids. Literally no one eats them. Gosh, I can't believe they still sell them. They're £1.09p for six. And even that's too expensive. Why don't they sell beef? (laughs) (laughs) Please, let's change the subject. Let's go on so nuts. (laughs) We're going back in circles again. Right. So, oh god! I've got something. Uh, a long time ago, we've we've talked about near-death experiences uh, a lot, um, and did an episode <laughs> m- many years ago. Uh, <laughs> I can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> we've talked about brains a lot. <laughs> oh, I Sorry. really tried. I'm trying. I know. No, go on. Okay, you near-death experiences. Okay, yeah. Um. And, uh, yeah, you guys remember we, we talked about what people experience when they die and we had some people sharing some of the things that, that happen whilst they're on the operating table, right? <laughs> can't, I can't, I actually can't. I can't look at your faces. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying not to look at this screen, oh. but then every time the corner of eye was catching it, it was making me fucking giggle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, B-fi. people experience stuff on the operating table. Near death experiences. So this is um, <sighs> this is a <sighs> British doctor. Uh, he's he's apparently studied what happens in the brain and what happens to people uh, during a near death experience, um, and he's revealed. There tend to be five things apparently that when when this happens and it happens actually more often than you think, particularly if people are going into cardiac arrest, they start to experience these things. You know, one question that all of us at some point wonder is what like what does what does dying feel like? What does it what does it look 
What does it feel like to die? It's the thing we can never know. That's why it's so alluring. It's the total, total um, unknown. It's why the first ever discussion episode we did was about it. It's why it was episode 10. There we go. Because it's the ultimate unknown, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It is totally unexplainable. And so this went straight through... Uh, this this doctor's head, this exact thought. Um, so he watched he, the first patient he ever saw go through a cardiac arrest. What he then obviously, as junior doctor, was watching a group of doctors trying to revive this man at a hospital in London. So his name's Doctor Sam Parnia, uh, and that's what he's dedicated his life to uh, over the last twenty five years. And I, I mean, this isn't this doesn't say this anywhere in the article, but I I see real like value in this i think this is quite important i think so many people particularly if you are like my mum was she worked in palliative care for a while and mm-hmm. so she said so many times people would ask that question but not they weren't scared she was like they didn't a lot of people had like a weird piece about what was going to happen but they were like i just want to know what it's like i just want to know what i'm headed towards like what's well do you think if we all knew what it was like to die we would have would be more at ease about it or not i don't know if i would be more at ease no i mean it's there's and actually when we look at when we look at the the main the common things that i don't think many are going to really like none of them really surprised me but there was one that i thought was quite interesting so he's a, a an icu physician uh, he now he's now based in New York. This guy, Doctor Parnia, uh, he studied five hundred and sixty-seven people, uh, with almost forty percent having their pulse restored for twenty minutes or longer. Oh, I was going to say, is this we? Um, I was, I was like, we did speak about near-death experiences on the last weird yeah. news, but I couldn't remember what we spoke about, and I've just pulled it up. We talked about the headline was woman her dead grand telling her to go back into her body we talked about that that was i knew we talked about near death experiences yeah. fairly recently was that yes that's it yeah uh, um yes yeah and that this apparently this must be the same guy yes i think this so. that's is, what this is something about. he recalls yeah but um so these are the five things apparently that pe- that that happen most regularly to people who then obviously so they have their their pulse re- you know they they get a pulse again for at least 20 minutes. So it looks like, sadly, some of these people still then died, but they were able mm-hmm. to, te- to sort of tell him what happened. This is what it's like. See ya. Yeah, I'm off now. It was all right, actually, so I'm just going to go. Uh, so the first one, not too surprising, but uh, I don't know, maybe it is, I'm not sure. Um, feeling CPR taking place. I'm not really sure... So even that I find confusing. Like, what does that mean? What do you mean feeling it take place? Like, can you actually, or are you sort of on the outside of your body? Well, despite being dead, you can feel it still. Your feelings aren't gone. Interesting. Or like your spirit, I guess, looking at your body. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, Two, hearing the medical team speaking, which makes sense because that's the Mm -hmm. last thing to go, apparently, is your hearing. Being aware of activities happening in intensive care after the CPR, mm-hmm. which is that's weird. It's feel, a lot of this feels like you've just got a lot of time on your hands. Like obviously this is all happening very quickly. But um, number four is, um, I say I'll give number four as uh, number five. So that's but so the next thing is evaluating their life. So having a having a time to actually evaluate 
how their life's well, been. Well, that's acceptance in it. You think you must be thinking, I'm dying here. But I think yeah. there's something about the what your body does to you when you're dying, which doesn't make it the panic that you think it would be. It actually pumps it full of, I don't know, whatever endorphin or whatever, yeah. where you're thinking, oh, actually, this isn't so bad, and you have your calm about it. Yeah. Because a, a lot I've I've heard interviews of people who have said like you know they died and came back and actually it wasn't scary it was really peaceful doesn't see it's not that bad I'm no. not scared of dying anymore now I know that's what it's like. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I suppose it's almost like your your body's way of coping with what what's going on. But the the last one was uh, apparently p- people reporting um, feeling as if they were going to a destination. Mm-hmm. So like they were very aware that. I have to now go somewhere, so I can't stay here, which I thought was really interesting. This is quite scary and horrible, and I think, actually, I seem to recall us talking about this. Um, one man in particular felt like he was being burnt and then thought he was in hell because he oh, felt like yeah, he was being burnt. Oh, yeah, 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 we did talk about that. Do you remember? Yeah. We did, yeah. But it wasn't. It was It was during CPR. It was what they were doing. I think they were obviously using the like defibrillator to get him back, and I suppose that felt like a burning sensation for him. Mm. But yeah, I know it's, quite, it's a little bit different to the weird news we look at, which is why it grabbed my eye. I just thought it was quite interesting that this guy seems to have dedicated 25 years, I think he says, um, to try and find out, try and identify what's happening to you whilst, but he doesn't think they're hallucinations or delusions. It's not, it's, it's a real, people describe it as a, a very, very real, as, as if they're alive, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what you guys thought of that. It's not exactly news. It's just an interesting article, I suppose. No, it's well, it's, an, it's a recent um, investigation, I suppose. It's newsworthy investigation. It's um, it's interesting. Like I say, it's always fascinating to wonder about death. But then I wonder how useful it is to sit and wonder about it because it's coming whether you want it to or not. Yeah, I guess so. And you will only know when you know. Yeah. I remember early on us talking about like like just death and stuff anyway and being like, you know, is it something we're afraid of? And we all said no. I wondered if you guys still have the same feelings towards it. Yeah. I would describe it as, um, it, I think we, and this might have been what I said before, it's more that I, I just don't want, I don't want to. No. Like, I know that sounds really obvious, but you just think, oh, actually, that'd be really... Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. That'd be lame. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I, I wouldn't say I'm scared of it or... No, I think you have to accept it's part of existence. Yeah. Still doesn't mean you're like exactly looking forward to it. Well, no, not really. Tis, you you didn't seem that bothered about it at all when we spoke about it ages ago. Yeah. Um. Yeah, not really. I mean... Who knows? I guess you don't really know until you get that sort of... Uh, if you get a diagnosis which, um, you know, means death or... Mm. or Because or, a lot of the times you don't really know death's coming. No. Or, I don't know if true. it's a lot of the time. I guess it's like mm. old age, you kind of see it coming. But by the time I'm old, I would imagine I'm probably fucking done with this place. Um, yeah, right now I'd, I'm like... Like Beef said, wouldn't really fancy dying now. Wouldn't wouldn't be the best timing. But uh, uh, I yeah, I st- I've still got the same view on death. I really don't 
think it's the end of anything, really. Mm. I think it's just uh, the next stage of what's going on. Cool. Anyway, bit of a bummer after I just thought it was interesting. Death isn't a bummer. What do you think of this guy I'm going to post in? What do you think of him? Oh, what the hell is that? Looks like a little uh, hippo this, sort of dude. Like a, it's like... Um, looks like... Uh, the, the, uh. It looks like a, <laughs> it's like a boar. It's like a boar, but like a cremated boar. Looks like a little rat. Oh, there we go. That. That's exactly uh, what it is, it, Tiss. It's a rat. It's a rat. Boy. Rat boy. Uh. Yeah, it looks like a little rat. Thanks, Neil Dutton, for sending us this. The hell is that? Oh, do you know, it doesn't surprise me that Neil <laughs> Neil sent this to us. Thanks, Who Neil. Who could forget, dear rap boy? Oh, Marge, my loyal wife. Of course not. And Lisa, my little princess. And who could forget, dear Rat Boy? Rat Boy? I resent that. Marge, I told you before, stop gnawing on the drywall. So, um... <laughs> This is a mysterious rodent human mummy that was left outside a museum. Staff at Wayne County Historical Museum in Richmond, Indiana were left perplexed after a mummified rat-human hybrid was dumped outside the gate without paperwork. That is horrific. Do you know what's bothering me is how girthy the thighs are. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's got like really thick legs. Yeah, so listeners, it's like a little... Um... It's just kind of is what it sounds like. It's a rat boy. It's like black mummified wisps of hair on it. Little creature with a rat head. I mean, it's definitely a hoax, isn't it? It's not a real rat boy. No, because do you know what the... Now I can see the whole thing. I can see its feet. Mm -hmm. The feet look really badly... Like, yeah, it's definitely a hoax. So in the box, it had some old newspapers as padding, dated 2019. Uh, the person who opened it, the quote is, Rat Boy, I like that I was just referring to it as Rat Boy. Rat Boy's head was the first thing I saw, and I initially thought it was a piece of terrible taxidermy. When I pulled out the rest of the newspaper, there it was in all its glory. <laughs> Museum staff think the artifact is probably a gaff. Um, <laughs> a cryptid that was fabricated as a sideshow attraction, like the so-called Fiji mermaids, um, blah, blah, blah. Probably made from plaster of Paris clay, moulded over an armature frame, decorated for a human with animal claws and hair. So it's probably... The thing is, they're saying, oh, it's probably a hoax. Can't they easily test and find out if it's a hoax? Can't they cut into it and see if it's just plaster of Paris or whatever? Why are we yeah, doing always looking so. at it, speculating? What do you think it is? We'll just have a look. Yeah. Can't we just work yeah. out exactly what this is very easily? It's probably because someone who, someone who, whoever would be professional enough to do that, probably straight away was just like, "That's ridiculous." Oh, here's here's an interesting idea though. They're saying one, it might just be a hoax because it's left without documentation at all. It's just someone's dumped that there. Like, what do you think of this then? Um, but also, some people's thinking um, it might have literally been from. It might be older than you think. It might be from like an old fairground attraction, like you know, they just have like the freak shows. That's what the Fiji mermaids were from and stuff. It might have been one of them that someone found in like an attic. Yeah. And then just like, well, oh, I'll just dump this outside the museum. They might be interested in it. But um, yeah, rat boy. <laughs> I don't like it. It's horrible. Definitely a hoax though. It's not a real rat boy. Uh, the other one that Neil sent us was about, um, it was about 
big cats. We talk about big cats like the uh, Exmoor Beast and all that stuff that come up quite a bit on Weird Tales. Um, you know, like panthers roaming the wild and all these rumours you get in the UK of like there are big cats living in the British countryside. Mm. But it's been proven that that is real. There are big cats roaming around the British countryside. What? This is from this is from May this year, this study. Um, so some hair was collected from barbed wire fences in the UK and tested, and it was belonging to a big cat. So some of these sightings that people have, this is in Gloucestershire, uh, but some of these sightings that people have where they say, I swear I've seen a panther and all this stuff, could very well be true. Black leopards, all that stuff. Wow. There may really be big cats roaming around the UK. That's pretty scary. Yeah, there's been a lot of big cat sightings uh, Milton Keynes, isn't it? Yeah, 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 Milton Keynes. They happen all over the place, uh, all around Exmoor. Yeah. Norfolk, I swear there's been some. Yeah, it happens all over, and it's sort of one of them things where people are like, oh, yeah, everyone knows someone who's seen a big cat, or, you know, they've been somewhere where the locals are saying there's been spottings. But, yeah, um, DNA testing on some fur has uh, proven. That's in Gloucestershire. What kind of big cat? Black black leopard, I think that one was. Really? Yeah, black leopard. That's pretty scary. Yeah. And there's one, what, in Milton Keynes as well, Tiss? I've heard of him in Milton Keynes. That was years ago. Um, people yeah. were going on oh. the search for the black, I think they were calling it a black panther or maybe a leopard or... Panther's always the classic, the classic one that people say, but yeah, that was a, yeah. this is a black leopard that they found the fur of. It was like, I'm talking like, Fucking ages ago, when we were still all in Milton Keynes, definitely. Yeah. Um, probably when we were nearly in school still. Like, that's how long ago it was. And I remember seeing something in a kid's book about uh, big cats in the UK. Yeah, I'll try and find some bits on it. But thing is, it's not that scary because they're so fucking... Like, we're still unsure whether they exist, or not now, because of the Yeah, fur, they're not going to hunt us down. Yeah. It's no, like, like, they got sheep and all sorts, rabbits to hunt. I mean, I don't go out walking in the countryside very often anyway, so... Beast of Milton Keynes. Oh, that... Uh, oh, this is 2021. Beast of Milton Keynes oh. could be Euro-Asian lynx that feasts on deer and foxes. Hundreds mm. of people have responded to the MK Citizens' report of a large panther-type creature spotted by walkers in MK. Wow. Good old Milton Keynes. That's pretty cool. A uh, cat as big as a Labrador. It's pretty pretty big. It's not as big as a panther, though. That's why, I guess that's why they're saying it might be a lynx. It's not small. Yeah, pa- aren't panthers, like, basically the size of tigers? Mm, yeah, a little bit smaller, or A bit I think, smaller. Yeah. Pretty, still Actually, pretty big. tigers are the, pretty big. beast of bucks. Beast of Bucks. Beast of Bucks? Well, me and my brother went looking for the Exmoor Beast, didn't we, on the on Weird Tales, when we didn't see it there. But that's like one of the more legendary ones, so maybe that one was real too, after all that, even though we didn't see it. Oh, yeah, hang on a minute. November 22, here we go. Oh, hello. It is like a panther. Beast of Bucks. A large Labrador-sized cat near Coke's Lane in Amersham, apparently. Um. Anyway. So there we go. Well, you can even look on a little map, and it's got little paw prints where they've, where it's been seen. All oh, the spottings. Yeah, none in Aylesbury though. So they are beef. Get the portable recorder and go out hunting. None of them are around me though, mate. Milton Keynes is nearest not far from you. Don't don't shut your shoes. Nearest one for bucks is uh, that was at Checkers apparently. Right. Yeah. 
Brilliant. Well, there you go. Big cats. Keep an eye out, guys. Listeners, if you see a big cat, let us know. Not just like a big house cat. I mean, an actual big cat. <laughs> I mean, American listeners have got bears, so they're just like... Yeah, Phew. that's true. You've got fucking cats that literally hide. We've got bears that fucking chase us. I mean, not. Yeah, not them, but... I'd rather the cat. Bears, yeah. scare, like, uh, bears I find really scary. I know that's Black a bears. natural reaction, but... They are scary. Have you seen videos of black bears um, stalking um, walkers? Yeah. Well, I've it's seen horrible. it, but not... Yeah. It's They're scary horrible. as fuck. Was this yeah. on the Joe Rogan podcast? I don't think so, no. I mean, he probably talks about it. Uh, I, was, I don't listen to it all the time, but I just caught... And he was taught, He was recounting this story of... Um, like, there were these, like I, I guess, like, explorers or... Ex- and there was an expedition... Um, I'm gonna be really. I'm gonna sound really stupid now. I don't know. Are they are they North Pole or so, or South Pole polar bears? South North. South Pole North 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 Pole. There's nothing on anyway, the South, some, is there? Oh, that's it. That's it. That's it. So some uh, some people doing a little little bit of ice fishing apparently in North Pole, and uh, on an island away from anywhere, but in the distance they could see this polar bear, and all of a sudden started to like poo themselves. Polar bear spotted them, jumped in the water, swam onto the the island, and then jumped in the water again, and basically was like hopping towards them from island to island, just having a little dive on another island, getting closer and closer. They can't go anywhere. There's nowhere for them to go. Scary. Uh, So this polar bear eventually got to the island where they were, pulled one of them into the water, swam off with this person, dragged the person onto the next island, killed it. Killed the person. Can you imagine? You stood there and you're like just being carted off. Terrifying. You can't do anything. And um, see, we're talking about some like death being peaceful. That ain't peaceful. No, that sounds that sounds that's like awful. nightmarish. Yeah, that's awful. And apparently, just continued to pick them off until like a few days later, people found the bodies of these people. To be fair, so, though, and at Amber, to be fair, would probably be with me on this one. You know. The polar bear got to eat and survive for another few yes. days after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. Um, there's no right that we have more than a polar bear for survival. It's survival of the fittest. Um, yeah. That's that's my input. No, I'm not saying it hasn't got the right to do it. I just... Uh, I, I think that's what you were saying. I think you were saying polar bears have no rights and we <laughs> should cull them. That's what you said. And I'm just... That's, I think that's to, what you just said, mate. That's, that, that's what Amber says as well. That's exactly what you just said. Um... On his on his podcast. Anyway, yeah, bears are scary. Yeah, Tis, you like tattoos? Why? You got quite a few tattoos, haven't you? I've got a few. Um, is there a limit? Is there anywhere on your body you wouldn't get tattooed? Um, I'm only limited by the sort of pain threshold, to be honest. In terms of actual, like, uh, uh, I don't know what you'd call it. Um, you know. I would get a tattoo anywhere if it didn't hurt. You haven't got, you haven't got any on your face though. Apart from face, I probably wouldn't get my face, mate. You wouldn't get one on your willy if it didn't hurt. Yeah, I probably wouldn't. I probably wouldn't. No, if it didn't hurt, I'd probably yeah. Fuck it, I'd just get my penis tattooed. Why not? If it didn't hurt, it would hurt though. Are we talking about on the end or on the shaft? Anywhere. Oh. It would, if it doesn't hurt, I wouldn't mind where I got tattooed on the penis. Oh, I'd it get, so would hurt. I'd get though. like. I don't know what I'd get. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Probably not then. Um, but yeah, 
there's there's not a lot of places I wouldn't get tattooed. Would you? Um, you haven't got any on your face though. Would you get one on your face? Nah, probably not. No, one for the pain, but two, I, I don't. I don't personally like. For me, think I'd suit it. Uh, I I think there are some really nice face tattoos that people have. I think it seems to me face tattoos are the reserve of tattoo artists. My, from me personally. It used to be hand tattoos and neck tattoos, and now I think that's more. Um, it's moved. That's become more acceptable in terms mm-hmm. of like getting a job and stuff. They're not job stoppers anymore, but I think face tattoos are now the new. I don't think they're actually job stoppers, but they're the new sort of. The it's one a big that, commitment in it. Well, I just think tattoo artists get them because that's their. You know, that's them saying, "Right, this is me." And, and yeah. I think they look fucking cool. And I think they get some really cool stuff. But imagine getting partway into a tattoo on your face and then realising you physically can't cope with the pain. Yeah, well. You've then got to either choose to go forward with it. Well, you have to go forward with it. Can't they put you under? No. No. No, you just got to deal with the pain. I've My back is hurting so bad when I get it tattooed. Like, it hurts so much. I just have to get, just grin and bear it. Just got to get over it. Well, this girl that I'm about to show you, she's got some tattoos on her face. Mm. Oh, dear. Um, she also got her eyes tattooed blue. Uh, uh, is that... Uh, uh, who is that? No. Is, is it um, Grace Neutral? It's Australia's most tattooed woman. I no, swear this. No. Her name is Amber Luke. No. She, uh. um, it made her go blind. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, there's someone called there's someone called Grace Neutral who's got her tatu- her um eyes tattooed. She here's another picture of her with the blue eyes. Oh my days. It made her go blind. Oh my days. You don't like it, Beef? No, it's just more for the fact that how how did she do it and why did they why? Why did they agree to do it? Who agreed to do that? I saw this news story yesterday. It's actually from yesterday. It's a brand new news story. Um the headline was I went blind after tattooing my eyeballs blue, but I have no regrets. I would have regrets. I think you've got to tell yourself you haven't got any regrets. If you are the sort of person who's got your entire body tattooed, you care about visuals. If someone takes your eyesight away from you, I think you're gonna have some regrets. Well, Grace Neutral's got her, her eyes tattooed. I don't know. She's not blind. Maybe this person didn't do it. How can you get your eyes tattooed and it be okay for your eyes? It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, no, I don't, no, no. I think you can. I think there's... It's not skin, is it? Mm. It's, it's, a different, it's a membrane. It's a different thing altogether. To, beef, you really don't like this, do you? No, it's making me feel sick. <laughs> beef, beef's face, you look so queasy. So... <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, mate. Grace Neutral had her belly button cut off. Oh! And oh what do you mean? No, her, tongue, you... her tongue, her tongue, her oh. tongue forked and blue ink injected into her eyeballs. So I actually had to take my headphones off. I couldn't listen to the rest of that. What do you mean? <laughs> oh. What do you mean she had her belly button cut off? Well, they cut that bit off and put so it doesn't look like you got a belly button. Patch it over. <laughs> oh, yeah. why? Uh, why things like that should just be illegal just no oh dear I stop it no I, I mean oh. I, no, I think that people should be at, at uh, liberty to do what they want with their own body uh, people can do what they want with their bodies uh, it still makes my stomach 
go crazy when you say it. Uh, Grace is a fan of scarification, which involves cutting off the top layer of skin no. in a pattern, which then heals the permanent scar. Sorry, I yeah, couldn't listen to that. No. She's a fan of. Okay, okay. Look, look here's the th- I oh, mean, she's done it. Has she done it herself? Uh, I wish I never brought it up. The eye thing should that shouldn't be. There should be laws against that because, like you say, Bob, it's not skin. Yeah, but it's people not... go against laws. What do you mean? There's laws against lots. There's laws against lots of drugs, beef. Um, as you can hear at the end of this episode, one day she is going to regret that. What do you mean? It should be a law that you can't inject your eyeballs with ink. What are you on about? What do you mean? One day she's one day that. she's going to regret that, what and you one on day. About? One day she's yeah, going to sue. Oh, stop a minute. He's asking Chrissy, what do you mean there should be a law against it? It's going to make things illegal that people find a bit weird. It's not that it's a bit weird, is it? It's, it's why do you have law? You have laws to stop things How from happening. How many other so people you- is that hurting if you get your eyeballs tattooed? Who, who's that hurting? Your own? That's your own self, isn't it? Could, could she not? What if she decided to sue the people who did it? I should be a no, but you, th- yeah, but you should have had to sign a waiver. That's that's a different story, isn't it? Is that a different story? It's not a different You're story. Say- yeah, it is. Yeah, You're it is. saying it should be illegal for her to do it. No, it should be illegal for her to sue the people who did it to her after she doesn't like it. Yes, that should be illegal, <laughs> and I'm sure it is. I mean, sign I sign a waiver at least. Yeah, she's yeah, definitely well, has sh- a sign. sign I'm a waiver. definitely sure they've signed waivers. <laughs> Definitely. I don't know what. I don't know any tattoo place that would tattoo someone's eyeballs. I've never heard of that before. No, no. But there'd be some people in the world that specialise in that. So if they're if they're allowing, she'll find if someone. They're doing she'll that, find someone and say, "I'm going to pay this much money," and they'll go, "I don't want to do it." But if you sign this thing that says I will do it, I'll do it. No, I mean, there's definitely specialised people. This isn't just a normal ta- run-of-the-mill tattooist. No, it's not. No, she didn't do it in her no. kitchen. This is like scarification as well. It's people who that are into can't... the art of body modification. There's people who, like, cut off their fingers for, for fashion. No, that's insane. That is That actually fashion? happens. What do you mean fashion? Don't be stupid. What do you mean fashion? That's not <laughs> well, that's that, that, It's not my fashion. I'm just saying that's no, what know, they but... do. Body what do you modification. Mean, stupid. That's just stupid. Well, fashion is 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 being uh, creative with your body. What happens body if and, they change the finger? Stuff. No, no, forget it. What happens if they change the finger? Oh, that was so last. Oh, you've had your you've had your last, your pinky finger cut off. That is so last year, mate. Get with the fashion. Yeah, but you can get your It's called extreme body modification. Do you remember that guy who yeah. got made into a cat? Not yeah. the dog dude. You know, the yeah. guy with the whiskers. The cat man, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's that's the same thing, isn't it? That was extreme. That was extreme. No. There's the lizard man. There's this dude. Oh. Yeah, I've seen him. No, I remember no. the guy, the jigsaw guy as well. He had a, whole, a jigsaw puzzle all over his whole body. Do you remember him? Yeah. yeah. Look, you're right. She can do what she wants. It's her body. It's her eyes. Saline She's injections. Re- she is going to regret it. The cat dude. Definitely going to regret that. But what's the that. difference between... There, there's a line, isn't there? Like... What's the difference between putting stuff on your body and having other modifications done to your body? It might be as innocent as like a bit of Botox, or it could go as far as like. No, it's it's, it's your body. You're right. It is your body. You can't you can't make <laughs> things illegal just because I think they're insane. Uh, I just still think the kind of tattoo place. I don't know any tattoo place that would 
do that. No, I don't. Even if they were like, I will give you money to do it. I don't. Huh? I don't know no. anyone who would do that. And I've been to a hell of a lot of tattoo eyes. So it's not going to be... What I mean is it's going to be one of these tattoo places, isn't it? That just has, like, no morals. No. Like... No, what are you on about? No morals. It's going to be someone who specialises in it. In it. What specialises in eyeball tattoos? Yes, in body modifications. Yeah. As if it's like no, some see... sort of backstreet guy who's just like, yeah, I'll fucking do it. I, I just, I don't know why. I don't know why I find this, like, appalling. There's probably more backstreet tattoo artists than there are backstreet body modification people because it's such a different thing. Yeah, body body mods don't really bother me. Like, So I saw a dude... I saw a dude who had um, a subdermal implant, and I'll show you like an example. I'm going to be sick. I don't like it it already. What is it? No, no, no. I saw saw someone who had... It's like something out of fucking saw. I saw someone who had a ring on their hand, and I swear he had something on his face somewhere. I remember seeing it and was like, what is that? Yeah, I have seen people in public with that. Yeah. uh, it's becoming more more common. <clears throat> I saw someone in London when I was down earlier this year with that. I yeah. don't know why. Like, body mods, they don't... I, I would never do that to myself, but I get it. It's because people are fucking bored. People are bored with reality and they want to shake it up. Just take some pills. Take some fucking pills. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not going to make you do a subdermal implant. Just take a pill. Can you imagine... <laughs> can you imagine the level of pain... Beef. He's not going to make you do it. Beef, <laughs> would you that. inject ink into your eyeball or would you take a pill? Which one? Which would you do I'll first? I'll take a pill. Would you? Yeah, that's unfair. Yeah. That's I would take, unfair. I would take a pill every day for the rest of my life if it stopped me from having to go through eyeball tattoos that would probably make me go blind. I don't know if you'd take a pill every day for the rest of your life. I think you'd take the eyeball tattoo within about a week of taking them for a day. Every day. Depends on the pill, doesn't it? Okay, maybe once a day is extreme. Uh, do you know what? I don't think I could do it. I don't. I honestly don't think I could physically do it. You would have to knock me out. I can't put eye drops in, mate, so I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> You'd have to knock me out. But even if you knock me out, it, wouldn't your eyes... Don't your eyes... No, they don't, I suppose. Yeah, you definitely not. I don't know. I can't believe the can of worms I've opened with this one. I thought this was going to be a quick look at this weird picture. <laughs> um, and we're like, it's getting late now. And I've got so many stories, but we're not going to get through them. The two that everyone kept sending me was, I don't know if you guys saw it. There was one about the woman who married a ghost last year and now she wants a divorce. Oh. Uh, thanks, to everyone. <laughs> thanks to everyone who sent me that one. Peace <laughs> <laughs> reaction for that was wonderful. Um... And then there's the one about the haunted rocking horse, which is now up for sale. They're the two that everyone sent me. So thanks to everyone who sent those. I did read them. Um, but we're we're running out of time. <laughs> Next episode. Next episode, Beef's going to get injected. That's what Beef's um, 200 tattoo is. No. We've got to get a themed tattoo. It works. And you're the one. I'm, I'm actually getting my themed tattoo in... To, uh, what what week are we on? Yeah, two weeks from now. Next week and the week after. The week after next. Oh, wow. I'm getting my um, alien abduction tattoo. I haven't even got my design finalised. Which we can put up on the Facebook page once I've had it. So, listeners, next episode is episode 200. 200. Yeah. Um, 
So that's that's a long time, isn't it? That's a lot of episodes. So if you've got any nice things to say to us for our 200th birthday, um, send them our way. We'd love to hear them. Um, we get sent nice things all the time. I don't read them out on the show, but it is lovely. And I want to say thank you to all the listeners who send us nice stuff all the time. Lots of people sent nice stuff to Rick last week because for his last episode. Um, and we really appreciate it. So if you want to send anything really nice, I'll wait for episode 200. That would be appreciative. Uh, appreciated by us Tiss I did go through all the old EU or PUs yeah and I am ready to I've edited them all together so listeners before episode 200 between this one and that one as like a halfway house I'm going to put up a special episode called EU or PU so it would explain what it is at the beginning feel free to skip it if you don't care about me and Tiss with bad audio qualities with rotating guests uh, playing a stupid game show, which was the inspiration for Coin and the Pudding, about Star Wars stuff. If you don't care about that, skip the next episode. If that sounds brilliant to you, you've got about 45 minutes of me and Tiss playing um, silly Star Wars games. And then it's going to be 200. Beef, you wanted to talk about charity stuff on this episode. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. So I was just um, getting my Go information straight. Uh, so long-term listeners, or not even that long-term... Um, will remember our alien autopsy episode with Andy and Keith. Um, it was probably what about four years ago, five, four, five years Ooh, ago, maybe even longer. I've been in these for four long, years, probably longer than that. Um, yeah, and uh, really good episode. Go and check it out if you've if you're a recent or a fairly new listener. Um, but uh, so and some some of you will remember that Andy was uh. Rachel, my wife's uncle, and he uh, sadly passed away a couple of weeks ago. Um, he'd been ill for a few months, in and out of hospital. Uh, so, yeah, passed away about two or three weeks ago. And uh, we are... Uh, the funeral is next Friday. I'm um, not expecting anyone to come, obviously. But I was going to say, that sounds because, like you're like, inviting them. If so you if you don't come... like to come along... <laughs> if, if all the listeners no. want to come along... Um, I mean, well, I don't know if anyone's in the area, then absolutely. Um, <laughs> but no, it was more to um, talk about. So Andy had uh, brittle bones uh, disease and um, we are going to donate to Brittle Bone Society um, mm-hmm. instead of flowers. Um, and so if you're, if you're, if if you remember listening to that episode and you remember listening to Andy, um, it was a great episode. He was a great guest. Um, and you fancy donating, then I suppose just get in touch. Is that the easiest way of doing it? Or um, I will post a link to uh, donate on the Facebook when this episode goes live. This episode won't go live for like three or four weeks now. But when yeah. I put this episode up, I will put a link on that. And in the meantime... I will um, donate some Weird Tales charity pot money into that fund as well. Perfect. Uh, thanks. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I know the family do. And I will also, I can also put a link in the show notes to, the, to this episode as well. So if people aren't on Facebook, they can follow the link in the show notes. I'll do that as well. Yeah. Yeah. And um, go and listen to the episode again. Go check it out. Um, yeah. It was it was really fun. Really fun recording with Andy and Keith. Um, but yeah. I I know that the family would appreciate that as well. So thanks very much. One hundred percent. That's all my notes. Charity stuff, PU stuff, episode two hundred stuff. I think we're done. We're done. 
I mean, I had loads of other ones, but I can't bother. It's getting too late now. It's late. We we got through some good stuff, and it felt like a good measure. This has got. This might be the longest weird news we've ever done. <laughs> Normally, like an it hour, was, we've been recording for two hours. It was classic weird tales. It was. It got deep, but it also got really silly. Yes. And this is good fun. Uh, listeners, normally I just sneak things in after the outro music, but hang around if you want to hear like 20 minutes of Tiss banging on about drugs. Get in with your <laughs> um, pill stories. You'll uh, you'll hear at the end, but get your pill stories get in. Get your pill stories in. WTATUPod at gmail.com. Oh, wow. Well done. That's good. And that's where you can contact us for anything. Or you can go on weirdtales.com. Um, that's it. That's weird news. Love you lots. Bye. Thanks very much. Merry Christmas. Cheers. See you later. Bye. I'll tell you what, right? From yes. my point of view, I want to have... I want to go somewhere and have my senses abused for however long it it's takes. It's probably the only time me and Beef will ever go to a rave. So... Yeah. No, not no. definitely. Oh, well, I'll take some Pro Plus to keep myself awake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. God why have you got? Why do you mean? What do you mean? Is it not enough to go to a rave? Why have I got to take pills? Is it as not well? an audio central? Well, can't you just take a load of pills at home and it's the same and put on some music? There you go. Then. Tiss, I've saved tiss. somebody. Uh, right. Well, no, I'm not doing that, so I'll do the next one. I'm not thing. taking pills. Is there booze Can there? I tell you why? Uh, let me tell you why. Um, <laughs> apart from alcohol, I've never... I've not touched drugs, ever. So... I'm not taking pills. So. I'm not I taking pills, and Beef's even less likely than me, so if I'm not... I would do it wrong. Not. I'm not doing pills. Can I at least get a beer there? It wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. Can I tell you why it wouldn't? I'd be too nervous. No, I'd be I'd be too nervous. I'd oh yeah, I wouldn't enjoy it because I wouldn't be comfortable about the situation I was in anyway. And then chucking a pill on top of that, I think I. Oh no, done. I'm not saying about rave. I'm saying about just pills. Oh right. Oh. I'm saying pills are are the best. <laughs> That's good at the start of the episode. <laughs> they are. I don't take you, them that, that often anymore because I can't deal with the come downs because I've done. Oh, but like, me and B should definitely oh, take yeah. them. <laughs> no, but you can because you haven't had a pill come down. I've had heaps. Yeah, but we might. So I don't want a, a come, pill come down. Is literally just it's like having a coffee and then you feel a bit like oh, I should, you know, I've had a coffee. It's nothing. I'll just have a coffee. No, I don't want to come down. God, you two. We're a couple of squares, mate. You should know this. You bloody sick You're squares. our wild friend. That's why That's why we like how we do Taking pills isn't wild. Taking cocaine, ketamine and pills and acid all in the same festival is wild. You don't know how mundane our lives are, though. I do now. But we're happy with that. That's fair enough. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be happy. I'm not saying that you should... Well, I am saying you should take pills. I'm saying you should take a pill in your life one time. I'll tell you and what. If you're going to do it, this would be the if time. If we go to this rave, yeah. maybe me and B will take some pills. Can I supply the pills? Uh, I'll trust you to uh, find us something we'll enjoy and never forget. Oh, I wouldn't spike you guys, though. That's the sort of person I'm not. <laughs> I'm not a spiker. Just not. <laughs> 
should. Spike. You shouldn't have to clarify that. The fact that you said Aunt that Spiker. makes me worried that you might. <laughs> well, no. I, I mean, no, no. That, <laughs> Blood, you were winking Aunt about Spiker me giving there. you a pill, and then I was just like winking back. But then I was like, actually, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Oh, you wouldn't trick us into if we said no. You wouldn't be like, oh, they'll bloody love it. I'll just try sneak no. in their beer. No, that's disgusting. I really, I, I trust you to not do that. I would never consider you would do that anyway. Tess. Yeah, I know. I just, I, I just wanted to say it out loud to myself. Who did that? I just wanted to say it out loud to myself. I know that I'm not a spiker, and I know that you guys know I'm not a spiker. Um, but I would love for you guys to to want to take them. Yeah, uh, a half, just a half pill. And just be like, just chat bollocks for like four hours. I took hours a Rennie yesterday when I had some indigestion. Connect. But oh, can't I we do I... that without taking a pill? That's what we do. I'm that's telling what we've you just what. Spent... That's what the pod is. We sit here and talk a load of crap. Try Mandy and then, then you'll understand what I'm talking about. Because everyone's like, oh yeah, but I, I've chatted to people without a pill and I've connected with people. Yeah, but pill, like, it's a... It's a, what's the word? It's a trope of pills that you connect with people because genuinely, when you take a pill, it's like you've won the lottery. And when you're with your mates, you just love them more than you love them normally. You just love them. You're just like, oh, I fucking love you. I want to talk about everything. I want to, I want to fucking sail around the world with you cunts. That's what, that's how you feel off a pill. It's like, it's nice. Can I tell you why that isn't nice though? Why? Because I remember last time, I, I, I swear it was a few episodes ago, probably not recorded, but I swear Bob was like, I'll take a pill. I'd, no, I'd that do was a beef. Pill. Was it? Yeah, it was really blowing our mind. It was when we were doing that AI episode. Beef was like, yeah, <laughs> maybe I'll take a pill. And we were like, go what on, the fuck? Go on, Beef. Come on. No. Joel would look up to you so much harder. Do it, do it, do no, it. No, I was off my trolley, mate. I'm going to peer pressure about. Beef into it to get myself out of it. Can oh. <laughs> I put all the focus on him? Classic. Yeah, great. Thanks, mate. Has Becca taken a pill before? Uh, yeah, yeah. She didn't like it. Oh, f- no, she... Oh. <laughs> You're stumped, God's mate. sake. I can't remember what I she took. I am stumped. I'm stumped now because Becca was my last hope. I can't remember what she took. It wasn't It wasn't MDMA. Oh, well, it's not a pill then. It was... Ketamine, 2CB. It was Ket. Ket, oh, what? And she didn't like it at all. Yeah, no fucking duh. <laughs> Ket's like fucking wild. I mean, I like Ket, but it's wild. <laughs> and, and less... <laughs> I tell you what, Ket is mad. It is mad. You wouldn't you wouldn't like Ket. I would I would strongly suggest no, neither I know of I you like Ket. ever take Ketamine because you will hate it. But I, I think it's quite fun to take with a little bit of adventure time personally to dis- disassociate but it's not the sort of thing you take for fun or no i'll rephrase that it's not the sort of thing you take on the regs you take it once in a blue blue moon of every few years or never i like that this episode is turning into tiss's drug advice talk it is i'm, I'm talking you guys into something which isn't a big deal pills is better than than alcohol in the in terms of like what will fuck you up in life? Yeah, I'll bet. Big time. <laughs> Pills are like weed. But I also, the thing is, I also don't like getting drunk. Uh, would I not want to do it all the time, though? No. Because I reckon I would want to do it all the time. Because you from wouldn't. what you've explained, I reckon you I wouldn't. probably would want to do it all you the time. You wouldn't, Beef. You wouldn't. And I don't, I don't really drink. I don't really have alcohol. 
Exactly. Be honest. You wouldn't. So, yeah, but if if you had a beer, would you want to drink beer all the time? So I could argue that actually alcohol isn't that dangerous because I don't really have much of it anyway. Exactly. So you wouldn't. You'd take a pill and then you'd be like, right, that's me done forever because I don't. You know, yeah, it but was you're fun, telling us but... it's amazing. So what happens if we have a Pandora's box and we it just want it all the time? Yeah, exactly. If it's amazing, wouldn't want, wouldn't I want to do? You know, those all the time? time like we're not big drinkers. I'm the same. I'm not a big drinker. But have you ever had a time on alcohol where you did have a really good time, where it just it let you unwind to a point where yeah, you and your mates had some great conversations, and you wouldn't do it every yeah. day. You wouldn't do it every week. But just one time, it just it just got you loose enough to have a conversation you might not have had if you were sober. Has that ever happened to you once? Yes. Ever once? Yeah, multiple times, yes. Exactly. So you're not big drinkers, but it has happened. So what I'm saying about pills is that happens on pills, but it don't mean you're going to just become a pillhead. Have you not um, Have you not oversold it to us now? So we're like, here we go, it's going to be amazing. And then it, no, it doesn't. You can't oversell pills because they are amazing. That is a fact. <laughs> but what if I did become a pillhead? You wouldn't. I might though. Would you feel bad? There's no one I know that has ever got hooked on pills. Cocaine, yes. Um, drink, yes. Ketamine, actually, yes. Uh, acid, no. Mushrooms, no. Pills, no. Weed, yes. So, no. Pills are the most foolproof Heroin. safe thing. Heroin. Can yes. I? What would you just? What would be your threshold for getting hooked? Because you could do a lot of mushrooms. There's no such thing as getting hooked on pills. There's literally no such thing. Give me one. Yeah, but if you want to keep doing it, then surely you're hooked, no. right? Or if it's something you keep doing, you couldn't. You couldn't. Your serotonin has literally a limit. You 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 can't take. You can't get addicted to pills. You just can't do it. It it you I I yeah. There's no chance. There's no the, chance. The reason I don't want to do pills you is can not abuse because... anything if you're mentally ill. Any anyone could abuse anything if they're mentally ill enough. You aren't mentally ill, so you're not going to get hooked on pills. Mm. Getting hooked on drugs is about being mentally ill and unstable and in a bad place. That's what it's all about. So. The reason that heroin that is actually though, addictive. He's, he's heroin... not listening. Sorry. <laughs> you say <laughs> heroin's not addictive. It's not. It's not. If you read Mate, the actual it literature, addictive. it's not addictive. People say it that is weed addictive. isn't addictive, but it depends on the person. People exactly. have addictive exactly. personalities. Exactly. I've got an addictive personality. No, I would it's... say beef has a more addictive personality than me. So I worry about yeah, him. Weed, Definitely. yes. Weed, weed you can get addicted to. <laughs> I've been addicted to weed. Like I know you can, but pills you can't. You just can't. I, I, I that I'm not even arguing with anyone. No one is saying you can no get addicted to pills. No one's arguing with you. <laughs> I'm not saying <laughs> we're just letting you talk. Uh, I was no, I was saying I, I deny anyone who would say that. Oh, you're just waiting for the listeners to barrel on you. Yeah, no, no, Good the luck. listeners they won't find won't, you online. Uh, listeners. We haven't introduced the show yet, but this is probably going to go in the show, I hope. I'll put it right at the end. I, I, Listeners, all this stuff always goes at the end. Cool. Listeners, please email in with your pill experiences, um, detailing the bad and the good if you've had them. Um, What's the email address? I'm not, not going to try and um, influence what you're going to put, but just give us your unfiltered pill experiences, um, please. At what address? Sincerely. I don't ask the listeners for anything. I've never asked you for a dime. 
So this, this I'm asking for the listeners to do for me. And how do they do that, Tiss? How do they get in touch? From, from me, Tiss, to you, listeners, with love. Let's get on with the show. Ask him one more time, Beef, because you asked him <laughs> six times, maybe. He's then. just left. He's just left. That's it. He what thinks is, the episode's done now. Is, I think that when I start talking, your mic must cut off because I can't. I've not heard you say anything. Ask him again, Beef. I, I said, and, and how do listeners do that? How do they contact us, Tiss? They contact us on the same old things, the weird tales and the unexplainable dot blogspot dot com. Oh dear. Uh, no, I don't know. I'm not know. doing pills. I'm not I've, doing pills. I'll be honest. When Bob goes through those those bits, I do switch off. You're checked out by that point. Is it um, weird tales and the unexplainable? No. Uh, at gmail.com pod w-t-a-t-u pod at gmail.com w-t-a-t-u pod at gmail.com pill experiences please or you can uh, click on the contact button on weird tales and the unexplainable.com or you can follow me um, baby snake on instagram and you can message me directly your pill experiences It'd be better if you email Bob because then. Tis, is that the first time you've ever given out your Instagram on the podcast? I know, right? I have, but it's, I don't even know what mine is. It's got a weird spelling, so I don't think people will find me. To be honest, if they're Bob, um, are you st- eagle-eyed enough? Are you still on? Uh, it's not even Twitter anymore, is it? What's going? What is? Is it on? Are you on X? <laughs> is it? Called I X? am on there. I don't post anything. Haven't posted anything on Twitter for half a year. It's just for when I post a new episode up. Yeah, I was just wondering. It's a, it's dog uh, shit. anyway. The amount of conspiracy. It's just full of conspiracy nuts now. It's insane. That website yeah. is insane. Yeah, it is insane. It's full of fucking just Andrew Tate dickheads. The only social media I use now, and it's the only social media I've used for about a year, really, is Letterboxd. That's all I use. I don't even know what that is. It's just uh, social media about films. It's just it's like a it's oh. it's um it's just like people talk about films and suggest films and make lists for films and you see what's on at the moment and it's just about it's just a big film social media. But that's all I do. Are you guys on Freds? No, no. I'm I'm I've got an, I've got a, uh, a thing, but I haven't. I don't think I've actually put anything on there yet. No, I want I want shot of it all. I'm not. I'm not taking pills. Right. Anyway, uh, let's get some silence after 26 minutes of talking about drugs. <laughs> get your little baggie out. Pick up my crap. Stick it in the bin. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.